Hi, friends. I'm Tierney. And I'm Shelby. And we're Dead Dead Drunk. excited for this case i have no idea what it's about but i love danny phantom oh i (laughs) i just remember when i was younger and i don't remember what game we would be playing outside like tag or manhunt but if cody and i were gonna run faster we would go i'm going ghost and then just turn around in a circle (laughs) and run (laughs) that's amazing i I used to say um, brain blast and that kind of shit but what like Jimmy Neutron. Oh, yeah. Brain <laughs> Yeah, Danny Phantom didn't have as long of a life as Jimmy Neutron, I don't think. No, which is a shame. I mean, it was kind of a crazy show theory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, but- Butch Hartman, the creator, basically was like, mm, I'm going to rewrite The Afterlife. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you put it that way, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. Okay, good, because it's great. And the drink for this week, if you look it up, if you want to look it up, it's called a liquefied ghost, and I got the recipe from Key Ingredient. I had to change it because I didn't have white creme de cacao, and what the fucking fuck would I ever need that for, so I didn't go get it. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you would never, ever use it again. Exactly. (laughs) Except for, I mean, we probably would use it for something eventually, but... But I have creme de cacao, what? and I don't think I've ever used it. What I've even mis- is it? It's just like chocolate liqueur. Oh. I don't know why I thought it was, like, different. Because it's I called thought- cacao and not, like, Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to rename it Going Ghost. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Good. Good, good, good. First of all, you're going to need vanilla simple syrup. And for that, all you do is take half a cup of water and half a cup of sugar and boil them together in a pan over medium heat. Real easy. And then after it's cooled, I just let it cool so that I can put some on my finger and lick it because I'm part hummingbird. And (laughs) (laughs) then you put a teaspoon of vanilla in it. And Mm. that's great. Vanilla extract. I'm sure you could put like the regular beans in there, but yeah, I've made simple syrup before. It's very simple. I <laughs> I guess you just add vanilla extract and it's vanilla. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and you can do it with anything. I still have like my aunt has a farm share and she goes away for a lot of weeks during the farm share, so we would get the fruit. And I got these white pears and they're like they, they look like crab apples, but they're like furry crab apples. They're Ooh. like Yeah, and I so I didn't know what to do with them, so I just made white pear simple syrup i've never used it but i have it (laughs) that sounds delicious yeah we should come up with a drink for that okay (laughs) so for the rest of the drink (laughs) you're gonna need vodka i use tito's uh love that cream you can also if you don't want to use heavy cream which is what i used you can use coconut milk if you don't want to do dairy or half and half uh and then soda which is just regular seltzer for me and then you put all that into a cocktail shaker, mix it together, and serve it in a chilled martini glass. Delicious. I'm jealous watching you drink it. It looks so good. <laughs> yeah, I have this I'm really fancy like red swirl martini glasses that Alex gave me in her big giant kitchen dump. There she gave oh, me a nice. bunch of stuff. Mm. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm just oh. drinking wine today out of my brewmate, not sponsored. It it tastes like vanilla ice cream, and when you get it close to your mouth, it smells like vanilla ice cream. It's like you're just <laughs> drinking. I would your love ice cream. to get drunk off of ice cream. Can't you? Isn't there wine ice cream? Yes. <laughs> There's a place in Beacon that has it. Really? Yeah. Um, right across from what's it called? Um, 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 um Bank Square. <laughs> right across from Bank Square. Oh, is that the taco place or the ice cream place? 
the ice cream place. That would make more sense. <laughs> <laughs> did you forget what we were talking about? <laughs> yeah, I did. But I just won the award for stupidest question. Okay. <laughs> Anywho. All right. So this story I first read on Murder Minute, which again, we're not sponsored by, but maybe we should be at this point. Um, yeah, honestly. It's a really cool app. I highly recommend it. Everybody should get it. At like 9 a.m. each morning, you get a new story. It's cool. This one was called The Danny Phantom Killer, so obviously I clicked on it. And it was written by Robert Walker, who I didn't read his whole bio, but you can read their bio if you touch their name at the top. And he was like a forensic psychiatrist or pathologist. He, yeah. He's smart. He's smart. (laughs) So, are you ready for the case? I'm ready. Drink, Drink up, up, dead, dead drunkies. <laughs> wow, that was good. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> it's probably because this drink is so freaking delicious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> On the evening of June 7th, 2017, 24-year-old Randy Stair arrived at Weiss Markets in Eaton Township, Pennsylvania for his late night shift at approximately 11 p.m. Since it was pretty late, the store knew they didn't need that many staff members, so there were only four other people working at Weiss Markets that night. Upon his arrival, Stair went to the back to begin his restocking duties, as he had done for the past seven years that he had been working there. This night, however, was different. Minutes after clocking in, Stair went to the crew area of the store and blocked the emergency exit there. Then he returned to the floor to continue stocking. At around 12.20 a.m., Stair went to the back room and moved several pallets of merchandise in front of the exits there. Next, he moved his gray 2013 Hyundai Sonata in front of the bakery exit to block those doors, effectively blocking almost every exit to the store. I'm sorry, did nobody notice that he was doing this? I think everybody on the late night is just stocking or reshelving or labeling, so... You're kind of separate. It sounds like it's a pretty big supermarket. I've never been to a Weiss market, but. That just sounds like so elaborate. Yeah. Okay. Continue. (laughs) While he was at his car, Stair also grabbed a bag and changed his clothes. Instead of the usual uniform of a red polo and khaki pants, Stair put on a pair of black cargo pants and a white shirt that read, It's our time to rise. To finish the look, Stair also put on a black beanie and black face paint around his eyes. Oh, God. You have to be stylish for these things. Apparently. (laughs) He looks like an an e-boy. Like a TikTok e-boy. I'm I'm probably going to laugh throughout most of this, but just know that I'm not laughing at the horrible stuff that happened. But right now, the thought that popped into my head was... Dress for the job you want, not the job you have. <laughs> oh, Lord. And he, yeah, he wanted to be an emo TikTok boy. <laughs> Way before TikTok. He was ahead of his time, what can I say? <laughs> With his new look and the exits blocked, Stair returned to the main entrance of the store and locked the automatic doors. Then he pulled two loaded 12-gauge Mossberg pistol grip shotguns out of the bag before proceeding into the main floor of Weiss Markets. Uh, okay. Yeah, here we go. Stair first encountered 63-year-old Terry Sterling, one of his coworkers at the store. He shot Terry in the torso before unloading several more shells into the man as he fell. What the fuck? Then he ran into Brian Hayes, aged 47, who also worked at the store and shot and killed him too. Victoria Brong, age 26, was working in another aisle with her earbuds in and didn't hear any of the shots, which I think was typical for late night workers. If I could, I would always work with headphones in. Oh, yeah. I when I have my AirPods in, I feel like I literally can't hear anything that's going on. Yeah. So just like that, she didn't hear any of the shots and she didn't hear him approaching from behind. Oh, God. Stare shot her in the head and back multiple times, reportedly destroying her skull and killing her instantly. Kristen Newell, the fourth of Stare's co-workers at the store that night, was working in the same aisle labeling products. Just like Victoria, she had been wearing earbuds and hadn't heard any of the initial shots. 
However, Kristen did turn around just in time to see and probably hear Stare kill Victoria. According to Kristen, after Victoria was dead, he just stared at her for a few seconds. Then, without a word, Stare walked away to another aisle, sparing Kristen. She took the opportunity to flee through one of the exits that he hadn't bothered to block, all the while hearing gunshots going off behind her. Why did he spare her? We don't know. We don't know. Interesting. At 12.44 a.m., Kristen called the Wyoming County Sheriff's Office to report the shooting. Unfortunately, it was far too late. The store was already devoid of life. CCT footage showed that after Kristen fled the store, Stair walked aimlessly through the aisles, taking shots at different pieces of merchandise before aiming at some propane tanks in the hopes that they would explode. They didn't. So Stair made his way to the deli section of the store and put the shotgun in his mouth. The shot killed him instantly, destroying most of his head and face. Jesus Christ. Why do you think he picked the deli section? <laughs> Maybe he just really loved a good sandwich. <laughs> like when you're when you knew you were gonna die, you wanted to smell bologna as your last sentence in this. Well, world. like what what part of the grocery store would you go to? I don't if you know. had to like live there for eternity. Like a garden section, I think. Oh yeah. Do you maybe it didn't have a garden section. I don't know what Weiss is like. Yeah, I've never been there. You have so maybe the deli there. section was the best choice. Yeah. Not long after that. The police arrived and discovered the three bodies of the victims as well as the body of Randy Stair. They also found two propane tanks in Randy's car that they suspected may be rigged to explode. After calling in the bomb squad to clear the vehicle, however, it turned out that they were not. At that point, law enforcement officers determined that the scene was no longer an active crime scene and began their investigation. Forensic technicians discovered that a total of 59 shots had been fired during the shooting, meaning that Stair reloaded his weapon at least seven times. They also discovered that while the footage shows him carrying two shotguns, he only ever fired one. Interesting. Even with the gruesome disfiguration to his face, the police quickly identified Stare as the shooter based on the information in his wallet and car. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as they had his name, the police set out to search his parents' house, where he was living at the time, at 1632 Ransom Road in Dallas, Pennsylvania. That might get a little confusing, but we're in Pennsylvania. Okay. For some reason, there's a Dallas there, too. Interesting. Okay. In their search, they found hundreds of shotgun shells and shooting gear. They also seized Stair's computer, cell phone, and several flash drives, all of which would show Randy Stair's long downward spiral. <sighs> and then just, like, nobody picked up on it? No. It was... It's... You, we'll get into it. <laughs> Randy Stair was born on September 17th, 1992 in Pennsylvania. So he's just a little bit older than me. He was born into a middle-class family that lived in the suburb of Dallas, again, Pennsylvania, and appeared to have a normal, healthy childhood. Despite being named Randy, Stair preferred to go by the name Andrew Blaze, or just Andrew. Oh, God. That was his YouTube name. His YouTube name? He had a YouTube Oh, yeah. We're going to get to it. Is he like Elliot? He's like Elliot Rogers? Mm-hmm. Do oh. you have the document open? Because there's links in there for you to watch. Here I go. When we, when we get to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of the documents found on Stair's computer was called Andrew Blaze Early Years Information. And this detailed his experience in elementary and middle school. And according to Stair, he was a fairly average boy although he was a bit of a loner and only had one real friend during those years. He Stare literally sounds exactly like Kelly Roger. Yeah. <laughs> Except he goes, a t well, he goes into a similar way, but there's no. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, we'll get to it. <laughs> That's what I was thinking when I was researching, too. I just thought, wow, this guy is very similar to Elliot Roger, but not. I mean, he has an online presence like Elliot Roger, but. We'll see how different they are. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Stare also mentioned that he was bullied for a time in middle school, but claims that it wasn't a big issue. In his own words, quote, middle school was when I really started to heat up and envision hurting the people in my class, such as Eric Waters. He'd steal shit from my lunch and then give it back because I didn't show any resistance. This kid doesn't even care. Ha ha. He joked. Like he quoted other people in his in his journals. 
Okay. So. Also in one of those documents, Stare stated that he always had an interest in filmmaking and animation. Since he wasn't finding any acceptance at school, Stare took those interests to the internet in a search for fame and attention. In 2007, he created a YouTube channel called Pioneer Productions. The channel featured short sketches and collaborations with other content creators like Make Me Bad 35, who had a relatively large following, I guess. Stare worked with him on a video in 2010. Together, they created Mr. Horsehead Meets Mr. Wooden Alligator. I didn't search for that one because I didn't want to watch it, but somehow it accumulated 120,000 views. What the hell could that even be? I, d- I don't know. And this must be back in the time where like you didn't have a lot to do on the internet, so you just watched stupid people do stupid stuff. Are you, you going to look it up? Of course I am. <laughs> okay, I'm kind of excited to see what it is. Mr. Horsehead meets Mr. Wooden Alligator from Pioneers Productions. Have you seen my wooden alligator? Yeah, dude. He's like your best character. Watch your videos. No, I mean, have you seen him? No, why? He's gone. And I care why. You see my videos? You never know the shit he'll come up with next. He's unpredictable. Well, it isn't my problem that you lost your precious toy. Oh, God. I see him. He's on my face! Feel like I had to vomit. I don't need to see anymore. <laughs> oh my god, it's four minutes of that? Oh my god. Yeah, and the sequel is eight minutes. No, thank you. Whatever the hell the sequel is. All right. I've had enough. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to waste four minutes of your life, you can Google it yourself. Again, it's called Mr. Horsehead Beats Mr. Wooden Alligator. I don't recommend it, though. No. It, <laughs> 10 out of 10 would not recommend. But still, that got 120,000 views. And that was Stair's first taste of internet fame. Oh, God. You know how, like, you're a TikTok star because you have, like, 30 followers? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hundred twenty thousand <laughs> views on that pile of crap. I can't even imagine. So are my TikToks that, that bad? Wait, what? I said, are my TikToks that bad that that video got more views than my TikToks? No, because you didn't animate a wooden alligator eating somebody's head. <laughs> All right, next TikTok will be that. Yeah, that's not even the best YouTube content. We're gonna get to it. Great. <laughs> So now it seemed that Stare was working his way up in the internet world. The idea was only reinforced when he got a shout out from the famous YouTuber Ray Williams Johnson in 2011. I don't don't know who that is. Do you? No, I don't. And I like kind of, I don't know. I guess I don't know YouTubers as much as I thought I did. I know like more current YouTubers, I guess. I thought that I knew a bunch of them because I like watched a lot of YouTube during the Shane Dawson era, but. Shane Dawson still slaps, by the way. I'm sure he does. Doesn't he have a vid- uh, movie? Uh, he makes. Uh, he has made movies, but more recently, he makes like feature-length videos on his YouTube channel of like like documentaries, almost. That's awesome. And Good he came him. out with an eyeshadow, pa- well, a whole makeup makeup collection with Jeffrey Star. That's awesome. I yeah. love him. Yeah, me That's too. That's so good for him. You know who I missed is um. Oh. What I don't know his name, but the guy that has all the stories, the guy that tells amazing stories, Olan Rogers. Yes, <laughs> oh. it's a Monday. Let's bring him back. Yes. Okay. So after that short taste of fame, Stare struggled to repeat the success with similar videos, but it never happened. In a last-ditch effort at YouTube fame, Stare created another channel called Fat Ass in which he attempted to parody the popular stunts performed on the TV series Jackass. But unfortunately, this also brought him little to no notoriety. 
So he just did dumb shit and then didn't even, nobody even watched it. <laughs> yeah. Sucks. Can you imagine putting that much effort into like, like if we put this much effort into our podcast and then nobody listened to it? Like not even our moms? That would be really sad. <laughs> Stare continued to try and find internet fame with no success. Between 2011 and 2013, he tried to become a streamer on YouTube and other popular streaming platforms. Just like all of his other attempts, however, this amassed no attention. Stare would spend several hours live streaming to an audience of zero people. Oh my god. Yeah. I feel like if I was live streaming for like five minutes and nobody came on, I would turn it off. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. I don't if I want to talk to myself, I'm not gonna let people watch me talk to myself. (laughs) (laughs) All those failures became too much for him to bear, which became apparent when the content of his videos shifted from comedic skits to darker and even bizarre subject matter. Can't wait to see what that's all about. The most bizarre of these videos was Stare's Danny Phantom fan fiction known as EGS or Ember's Ghost Squad. Oh, my God. This is why my hair is pretty relevant because it matches Ember's. (laughs) In addition to being a drastic shift in content to Stare's regular videos, the animation and writing of these were laughably bad to most viewers. I honestly love that, though. (laughs) You you love cringe. Yeah, like... Probably like eight out of ten times I would rather watch something really cringy than watch something good. (laughs) (laughs) So Stare was still so obsessed with EGS that he created an entire online presence for it. This included multiple YouTube channels, an Instagram page, a Facebook page, a wiki, and nine different Twitter accounts. I can't even tweet off one Twitter account. (laughs) I know. And this is a fictionalized thing from Danny Phantom. Oh my god. (laughs) Stare would use those Twitter accounts to role play as various members of the Ghost Squad and reply to, retweet, and favorite his own tweets from the other accounts. Oh my god. So it'd be like, oh look, my tweet got eight favorites. Who is it? And it's just (laughs) all of his other accounts. Yeah. That's so sad. I know. It's really sad. Ember's Ghost Squad centered around a secondary character from the Nickelodeon show created by Butch Hartman called Danny Phantom. Her name was Ember McLean. The show itself focuses on Danny, obviously, and his family who explore the ghost dimension, which is where people go after they die. Stare claimed that his idea for EGS came from all of the, quote, dark stuff that happened in his life over the past few years including a car accident that he got in, as well as his isolation and depression. Now let's talk about Ember. (laughs) (laughs) Ember McLean was voiced by Tara Strong, who I love. Wait. And she was... What? I know who that is. Ember McLean? Tara Strong. Oh, yeah. Tara Strong is awesome. She voiced Bubbles in Powderpuff Girls... Harley Quinn in the video games, Batgirl in The Killing Joke. No, I know her for something else. She's Twinkle something in My Little Pony. No, I know her for something else. I think I know her for something weirder than that. I'm looking it up. Okay, well, she's in a lot of weird stuff. I'm looking it up. Oh, she's in The Fairly Odd Parent. She's Timmy Turner. No, I think whatever I know her for is more cringy than that. All right. Well, she's a pretty accomplished voice actor. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> okay. I'll let you know when I figure it out. <laughs> but Ember McLean was one of the ghosts that escaped from the ghost dimension. She was a rock star ghost that essentially embodied the spirit of teenage rebellion. Her history in the show is that she was kind of a loser in life that had dreams of being a rock star. And after waiting all night for a date that stood her up, she fell asleep and died in a house fire. I remember what it is. Yep. I didn't even have to look it up. She was the voice of Melody in The Little Mermaid 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> She's everywhere. <laughs> uh, that was a... That that movie was like a bob. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm so sorry. So that was Ember's history that I got off of a wiki, so he might have made it up, but that's the history that I found for her. That's crazy. In the show, she was like the coolest ghost. I think I liked her, too. She was like the rock star ghost that could control people with her music. She could, like, hypnotize you. 
this is the crazy part. So we know that Stairs thing is based on her. His whole fan fiction is based on her. She only appeared in nine episodes of the show. It's like, why was he so obsessed with her? I, I don't know. Interesting. According, he, he made up this whole ghost squad for her. She didn't have a squad. He made it up. Wow. According to Stare, the ghosts in Ember's squad would seek out disturbed or suicidal people and recruit them with a spell. Oddly, in Stare's interpretation of the ghost dimension, no men were ever allowed into the group because they would transform into a female spirit when they died. Interesting. Are you getting there? Because when I wrote this part, I was like, oh, I think Tierney's going to get to the part where she goes, this is Elliot Roger meets Ed Gein. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. So that particular feature of his fan fiction highlighted an issue with gender identity and sexuality that he had struggled with throughout his real life. In one of his journals that he started in 2016, Stair stated that he, quote, hated his penis, end quote. That's the whole thought. And he believed that he was actually a girl that was born into the wrong body as punishment. Oh, that's really sad. Yeah. One line in his journal reads, quote, I can't wait to have my penis and butthole taken away and to have my pussy and breasts back. Um, interjection. <laughs> that was the end of the quote, so you're fine. Does he think that girls don't have buttholes? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking as a female, I have a butthole. <laughs> yeah. You would think that the book Everybody Poops would tip him <laughs> off to the fact that everybody has a butthole. Maybe but he just like really thinks that girls don't poop. That's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he? Never mind. <laughs> In one of his videos, Stare also claimed that since he was a preteen, he would experiment with cross-dressing every Wednesday night when his parents went bowling. So since his early teens. Woman Wednesday. <laughs> I just like that the murder minute noted that it was when his parents went bowling. Like it was. <laughs> yeah. Investigators actually found that Stair was wearing purple panties and a black bra underneath his clothing on the night of the shooting. That's actually like really sad. It's sad. Yeah. That he like couldn't express himself. I wonder if a lot of this would have been stopped if he felt more comfortable with himself. Mm hmm. For sure. But I think the same thing about Elliot Roger and Ed Gein, too. If they if you just well, Ed Gein was in a totally different era, but Elliot Roger, if you just felt OK with yourself, you know, you don't have to have sex that soon in your life. Incels are a whole nother problem, though. Was this guy an incel? <laughs> um, I don't know. It doesn't he doesn't talk a lot about sex. I think his main issue is that he's alone. Right, so he, like, didn't want to have sex with girls. I don't think so. He never mentions that. It's not an important factor. As Stair kept building on his own lore of Ember's Ghost Squad by creating his own animated videos of their stories, the videos took a drastically dark turn. They began to include images of storylines relating to school shootings, specifically the Columbine Massacre, an event that Stair was obsessed with. He was completely obsessed with the two of them. That's so disturbing. Mm -hmm. Probably the most notable of these videos is a nearly 40 minute long animation depicting the EGS characters shooting up a high school. The video titled The Westboro High Massacre was meant to be Stair's masterpiece, which is why he spent so much time and money hiring animators and voice actors to participate in the video. So like a lot of people participated and nobody was like, hey... Maybe we should get somebody to check on this dude. Mm-hmm. No, nobody. But it's isn't that similar to Elliot Roger? I mean, Elliot Roger had people checking on him. They were just like idiots. Yeah. Yeah, nobody. Like, Elliot Roger was, was really going to therapy. Him. But I don't know. I don't know how many people were actually watching these videos. So. Yeah, but if other people are involved in making them. Yeah, that's a call for concern. (laughs) So 
I believe that YouTube has since removed Stairs accounts, but I did manage to find a re-upload of the video. I don't know if they did because I just watched that video from something called... Oh, you're right. They might not have removed Pioneer Productions Productions. because it didn't have any of this stuff. But he had had another account for EGS that I don't know the name of. Um... But they might, they might not have. That I, was I it honestly couldn't toaster? find an, an answer to. Hmm? Oh, was it Worthless Toaster? Yeah. It's still up. Oh, okay. Then it's still up. And that was my bad. <laughs> there's like a bunch but, of yeah. weird, there's like a bunch of like music on here. So maybe it's different. Maybe a lot of the videos were taken down. Yeah. that I mean, that makes sense um, for YouTube to do, but... This is a re-upload of the Westboro High Massacre. If you wanna, do you wanna share your screen again and we'll watch it together? Yes. <laughs> we won't watch the whole thing, but we can skip through it so that you can see the craziness of All it. Right, here I go. Oh my god, it's forty-two minutes long. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> Everything that he did was super long. Oh, can I do a dramatic reading? Oh, please do. <laughs> to all of the people who screwed me over on this video and left me hanging, fuck you. To all the animators who agreed to help and shoved me aside as if I didn't even matter. Fuck you! To all of the worthless people involved with this video in general who made me feel like I didn't even matter. Fuck you! To everyone who agreed to help in general and made me feel like I didn't even matter. Fuck you! He said it again. Wow. To to the fans who will appreciate what I managed to get done with in this five months completely on my own. Thank you! There are going to be some missing shots left unfinished in this video with animatics in place of the black holes due to zero of the 10 plus animators whom I reached out to even lifting a finger to help out. Yeah. So that was just the precursor to the 42 minute video. Jesus. (laughs) Very poetic. (laughs) Maybe he meant to repeat that line. This was going to be something amazing. This was going to be something awesome. This was going to be something unique. In the end, what do I have? Hardly anything. Thanks to you. Good for nothing. So oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm going to bleep yeah. myself. <laughs> All of you animators can fucking drop dead. This was meant to be something spectacular and all you did was crush my dreams for it. The animators just pushing me aside for more important work when I was able to pay you by your outrageous fucking rates. Just fucking die. I'm going to be fucking dead by the time you see this video. Congratulations, you fucking blew it. I hope you forever rethink what gets sent to you from now on. I hope you forever have the weight of the world crushing your spine into the fucking pavement. So he was very angry. And a wordsmith. (sighs) Oh, Jesus. There's more. (laughs) You don't have to read the whole thing. So after spending January to the first week of June on this, I fucking gave up on it. What's the point? What's the fucking point? I literally killed myself over this fucking thing with no thanks to any of you. You're all worthless fucking cunts. Thanks for nothing. Seriously, thanks for a fucking false hope. Thanks for absolutely nothing. You good for nothing. I'm going to haunt your fucking dreams. I'm going to hover over your worthless, pathetic bodies while you fucking sleep. And when you fucking take your last breath, I'm going to be in your pupils laughing my fucking ass off. I thought there were still good people in this world willing to lend a hand when I needed it most. Turns out I was fucking wrong. Fucking die. (laughs) Jesus motherfucking Christ. Yeah, he really needed therapy. And I'm sorry. I hope there's no more words. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh my god, no, uh, don't okay, read it. I'm Just not keep reading it. <laughs> I'm not reading it. There is more though. In the end, what oh. am I now? Satisfied. I'm fucking satisfied. Okay, that's good. Oh he He's right he's there's writing still, a yeah. lot. Should I just like skip ahead? Yeah, we're almost to a minute and we haven't seen anything. (gasps) No. Are those real guns? Yeah, those are his guns. So, okay, so he videoed himself in his room holding his guns, puts them over his shoulder. He's like looking at the camera. Oh, he was kind of cute. He's wearing the shirt. Like, 
when I was in middle school slash early high school, I probably would have thought this kid was like super hot. That's the exact outfit that he's wearing in the sh- in the shooting. No. Yeah. So, so the video is far too long for me to recommend anybody watching. Yeah, it's forty-two minutes. Yeah, but apart from him showing pictures of himself and clips from other YouTube videos that he has, which is what you were seeing yeah. at the end, he was mashing together different videos. Um, he also animated an image of the bodies of Columbine shooters Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold after their suicide, which was apparently one of his favorite pictures. What the hell? And then, as you saw, the members of EGS are seen blowing up the main entrance to a school, and then they enter and they just shoot a bunch of innocent students. So, as he expressed at the beginning of that video, he had a lot of difficulties creating it. Stare uh, Stare recorded many videos of him expressing his frustrations with those difficulties while driving aimlessly around in his car, one of which we probably just listened to and watched at the end. The failure seemed to be the straw that broke Randy Strayer's sanity. Randy stares sanity. I'm looking at the at right. the picture. Of uh, uh, yeah. them? Yeah. The animation. No, yeah. the actual picture. Oh. Why would this be anyone's favorite yeah. picture? It's absolutely... I don't know. He was obsessed with them. Absolutely obsessed like with them. Like they were like his idols or something? Yep. That's so disgusting. Mm-hmm. In the final months of 2016, Stare became increasingly unhinged. In his own words, it was at this time that he began planning, quote, something big. He began making videos describing his plans to commit some type of shooting. His motivation for this, besides being angry at the world and his unfulfilling life, was equally as bizarre as his YouTube animation. Essentially, Stare stated that he wanted to die so that he could ascend to the ghost dimension and be reincarnated as a female spirit and member of Ember's ghost squad. Okay. Because that's what's going to happen to you. So he had already decided that he wanted to do it. Now the only question was where. Stare decided this with a coin flip that he also filmed and uploaded to YouTube. So heads he would like kill his family? Right. So heads he would kill his family at home and tails he would kill his coworkers at the supermarket. And the winner was tails. I'm just going to skip. So one of the first things that Stare did in preparation for his shooting was purchase some guns. He bought an 8-shot 12-gauge pistol grip Mossberg 500 shotgun. And later he purchased the same gun in a 6-shot model as well. Um, So he uploaded this video how long before he did this? That I don't know. Does it have a date on it? Is it from like Andrew Blaze's no, account? or Talos. That's why it was hard for me to find because I think that they took down a lot of these videos. But... It's in the final months of 2016. So I just feel like somebody should have somebody should have seen this. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Somebody should have seen all of this and done something. But he didn't have a very large audience and it might not have been anybody that took it seriously. So he bought the guns, and then he named them Rachel and Mackenzie after two members of Ember's Ghost Squad. He even carved those names into the weapons and wrapped duct tape around the handles of both guns as an homage to the shotgun that Eric Harris used in the Columbine Massacre. In addition to the guns, Stare purchased 250 shells and recorded multiple videos of him practicing with the guns at an outdoor shooting range, which we saw in the 40-minute long video. They, the videos themselves of him just shooting aren't very interesting, but it does show that he wasn't a very accurate shot. Although this can be expected because he picked particularly hard guns to control that have a high amount of recoil. I think they're similar to the guns that Eric and Dylan used, and that's probably why he picked them, but they're not beginner guns. Stupid, stupid. In the videos, Stair's demeanor seems to completely change. In the videos... Um, towards the end of 2016, I mean. While he was normally quiet and morose, he was now happy and even gleeful at times while explaining how excited he was to, quote, do it. 
and how he couldn't wait to carry out his massacre. Stair went even further and stated in another video that he was looking forward to how powerful he would feel having his co-workers' lives in his hand, and no one would be able to stop him. Well, I'd, I hate that. Yeah. There were many other videos included in Stair's manifesto, including some of him detailing his plans to barricade the door, and some videos of him walking around the store to get a full layout. Some clips of which were in the 40 minutes, where you could see shelves, yeah, stocks, and that. stuff. That was the store. In his journals, investigators found that Stair also wrote about which co-workers he would take particular pleasure in killing. He wrote, quote, I'm going to <laughs> start over. He wrote, quote, I'm going to destroy Victoria's head. She'll be completely beyond recognition. Obviously, this line refers to Victoria Brong, and he did destroy her head. I hate this. He also wrote about his coworker and U.S. Navy veteran Brian Hayes saying, quote, I want Brian to die the fastest. He's been through enough. Why just not like maybe just don't kill him. Yeah, I he's yeah, been through enough. Be I'll just kill choice. him the fastest. <laughs> the last two videos of his manifesto were addressed to his parents and gave a little more insight into Stair's rationale behind the attacks. Despite his bizarre online behavior, which we've seen and questioned many times why no one had said anything mm -hmm. about it, Stair's parents had no idea that anything was wrong with their son. They knew he was a loner, but thought that he was normal since he had never acted out at home and had a so stable they, job. So did they not have any idea of his like internet life? They didn't know anything about his online presence. Oh my god. In one of these last videos, Stair states that the EGS recruits, as he calls them, spoke to him in his head and encouraged him to, quote, do it. But he also claimed that he's not a schizophrenic. I'm not schizophrenic. I just have voices in my head telling me to murder people. <laughs> yeah, I don't really think that he was the most qualified person no. to diagnose himself. Stair also explained the whole concept behind EGS since his parents were completely unaware of any of his videos. He went on to vent about his issues with transsexuality and seemed angry that his parents never noticed him struggling with it. They never noticed that he had an issue with his sexuality. How do you not notice that? I don't know. In that same video, Stair describes his fascination... Ugh. Stair describes his fascination with school shootings, specifically mentioning the famous picture of Eric and Dylan's suicide, which we've talked about enough already. That seems yeah. good. <laughs> These videos also highlighted Stair's buried animosity towards his parents, specifically his father. He said, quote, I'm your fucking kid and you don't know anything about me or how I feel. I mean, true. Right. One of the bigger issues Stair had with his father was the fact that his father had been pushing him to get an actual full-time job so he could move out of their house, which wasn't all that crazy an idea since he was nearly 25 years old. Stair, addressing his father, stated that he could have easily, quote, blown your goddamn head off. But he went on to claim that he didn't so that his parents could suffer the pain and shock of their son being a mass murderer. Lines... In his journal read, quote, I can't wait to see the look on your face when you find my corpse. You'll feel as sick as you've ever felt in your 55 years on Earth. You'll feel that sickening feeling of panic and probably fall to your knees. I hope you never recover from this. Uh, I'm, I'm so curious as to, uh, like, how long he put out, like, these, these videos and stuff before he did it. I feel like he was, like, being so obvious about it, like wanting for somebody to stop him. I think he was so obvious about it. And I think that he knew that no one was paying attention to him. Yeah. And that's why he was so obvious about it, which is even sadder. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, well, so that line was in his journal, so he didn't publish that part. But the two videos at the end of his manifesto, I don't think they went up until right before. Oh, okay. So he flew under the radar until right until exactly the time of the massacre at around 12, 10 a.m., which was right before he went to lock the main doors. 
Stair made one final post on one of his Twitter accounts reading, quote, Goodbye, humans. I'll miss you. Then he emailed and tweeted multiple links to his manifesto videos and journal, which were labeled journal, suicide tapes, and digital set. So he sent them out to the world 10 minutes before he shot all of his coworkers. That's crazy. He also emailed one of the voice actors he recruited to help with his animations, Laura Faverty. In the email, he thanked her for her help and told her that by the time she finished reading the message, he would be dead. Finally, he emailed a suicide letter to the singer of a Pennsylvania-based band called Send Request, who I'm sure we've heard at this point, because he had been in contact with them since 2014, and he used their videos in a lot of his animation. Gotcha. After the shooting, Send Request made a song called Antisocial War that alluded to Stair's actions and described how the band couldn't believe what he had done. I listened to it. It's four minutes. It's pretty okay. I don't think it needs to be four minutes. <laughs> But it's a pretty okay punk song. I think it's punk rock. I love the journey for them. Is, yeah, that's not wh- bad. Where is Send Request today? <coughs> oh, I don't know. Do you want to Google them? Kind, Give them a good? Kinda. Goop? 2019 was their latest post. But that was about their their latest song being out for a year. So I guess like they haven't released any music since 2018. That's okay. Yeah, I'm, on it. I'm okay with that. So after sending out his last tweet and tweeting and emailing the links to his journal, suicide tapes, and digital set, he went through with his plan. As we know, he killed three of his four coworkers before turning the gun on himself. And just like the rest of his attempts at fame, stair shooting barely made national news and was quickly forgotten. In his journals, Stair wrote that he hoped his attack as well as his writings of videos, would inspire someone else to commit suicide or murder suicide in the name of Ember's Ghost Squad. That's so funny. Luckily, up. this has not yet occurred and hopefully will never happen. Yeah, knock on wood. The murders have left an impact on Eaton Township, Pennsylvania, though. Weiss Markets was closed for a month while the authorities investigated the shooting and workers remodeled the interior. Many of the townspeople didn't agree with their decision to keep the store, and many people stated they would never go there again because of what happened. But one man spoke up in their defense, arguing that, quote, the evil man who did this would have wanted them to move and would have wanted people to be scared and not to go to the store after what he did. Which wasn't his main goal, but... but yeah, but they're right. Like, you can't live in fear or, or they win. Right. The most pressing aspect of all of this was me wondering whether or not Butch Hartman had any s- comments to say on this. Yeah. I mean, he didn't. I did see that somebody asked him about it on Reddit, but he didn't answer. Of course not. In my looking into that, though, I did find that after his death, Ember's Ghost Squad and Randy Stare have an online following. I found a group with 99 members on Steam, a gaming platform called Ember's Ghost Squad. No. Yeah. One of the posts that I found in their message boards calls for the group to start a petition to try and get Butch Hartman to make a new show based on Stair's fan fiction in his honor. Oh, my God. The post, written by the member called Chad, whose picture is just a picture of Clint Eastwood, ends by stating, quote, if this endeavor were to succeed, Randy Stare, a.k.a. Andrew Blaze, a dindu nuffin, I don't know what that means, who was persecuted to the point he ended his life in suicide, would be proud and come back to our wonderful planet as a transsexual ghost girl. Oh, my God. The most annoying part of that, like, little clip that I, or that little quote that I pulled, is that he says he was persecuted to the point he ended his life in suicide. Yeah. He doesn't once mention the murders. Yeah. And he wasn't persecuted. Nobody knew. Yeah, like nobody was paying attention to him, which I guess is... It's sad, but it's not persecution. Right. It's really sad that he didn't have anybody to talk to. It's sad that nobody noticed that this kid was going through something, especially his parents who he lived with. But it's even sadder that 
and this is going to sound callous, but it's even sadder that he couldn't just take his own life. Like, not three others. Yeah. He felt, like, the need to follow in the footsteps of the fucking Columbine assholes. Which, to me, just seems like another ploy for attention. Which he didn't get. Yeah. So. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. Well... Wow. Sorry to share that story with all of you, but that's crazy. Again, I feel like this reminds me of our story last week. Just like help your friends. Mm -hmm. Just talk. Talk to people. And like help each other. Talk to people. Mm -hmm. Make like if someone is lonely, you should be able to notice that. You should especially be able to notice somebody that's putting out video content that is clearly a cry for help. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, I can kind of understand why nobody reached out for Elliot Rogers because all of his internet content was like, well, this guy's a dick. <laughs> yeah, because he was an incel. <laughs> if you want to share a picture of the drink that you make, which you should, I highly recommend this one. It's so good. You can share it to us on Instagram at Dead Drunk Crime. If you want to tweet at us, you can, but please don't tweet any weird suicide journals or, I mean, if you want, if you want to tell me that you're going through something, you could tweet at me, but, you know, don't share any weird animations of Columbine. But you could do that at <laughs> Dead Drunk Crime. You can follow us on Facebook and see the drink video there too at Dead Drunk A True Crime Podcast. We do have a website where you can read all about this case and dive deeper into the sources and I don't know can you comment maybe you can comment share how much you loved Danny Phantom with us <laughs> yes and that's deaddrunkpodcast.com oh I know where you can share how much you love Danny Phantom with us at our email at deaddrunkpod at gmail.com we were all over the place today but you know what we got there yeah so sorry about that you guys but you know what they are you know <laughs> It's fine. We gotta switch it up sometimes. Yeah, you put out some new and interesting. What did Randy call it? He said a new direction. <laughs> <laughs> and today we'll uh, end with send request. I don't know. If we, I don't. I don't know if we want to take any uh, take any tips about content creating from him. Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> um, but I do have a quiz here for our chaser. Um, from gotoquiz.com and it's called Which Danny Phantom Character Are You? Uh, I think the questions are pretty straightforward and also kind of specific to Danny Phantom so I don't know if we'll really understand why they're asking us these but um, here we go. What is your age? 27. <laughs> yeah, so 25 to 30. What is your gender? I'm a female. Without a bow. <laughs> <laughs> No buttholes here. <laughs> it's the school prom, and in one week, to prepare you, try to ask your future date to the dance without your pants falling down. Think dances. Who likes those anyway? Use your new PDA to hack down a date's phone number to ask them out with. Buy every prom outfit you see at the mall and model them in front of friends to get their opinions. Work out so your date thinks you're tough. Or think to yourself that no one will ask you out. I think where I am now in my life, I'd buy every prom outfit and just try it on for my friends. Yes. Okay. Choo choose a Fenton gadget. I have no idea what this is. Oh, the Danny's last name is Fenton, not Phantom. Oh, gotcha. And they're okay. like scientists that make up weird. I can't believe I remember this. <laughs> I don't remember I re what we record a week after we recorded it, but I remember Danny Phantom Facts. Yep. <laughs> but scans, that's scans. <laughs> All right. Uh, here are your choices Fenton Thermos, Fenton Peeler, which I guess is a suit, Fenton Jet, Fenton RV, a boo meringue, or a Fenton Foamer, which is a gun. Um. I think the um the jet. Okay. You're in a battle with the lunch lady ghost. 
to start off with you think of a wisecrack on the spot i think you're a bit overdate ghost (laughs) grab a weapon and hide till you think she isn't looking track down her codes to stop herself from admitting meatballs with your pda check your lipstick this is gonna get ugly run or try to outwit her with your best moves i guess try to outwit her with my best moves (laughs) you're free this friday night you decide to relax tonight and sleep in late no more work tonight hopefully hit the movie theater with your closest friends i think it's that first one i don't know that you have to finish reading Uh, okay (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well one is go to a football game yeah, but like it's probably a high school football okay, game. Okay, but the last one is stay at home and read. Yeah, that one. Okay. Wait, but I really like... I'm not good at sleeping, though. Okay, yeah, that last one. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which ghost would you rather fight? Skulker, Ember, Technus, Desiree, Johnny 13, or Vlad Plasmus? I think Johnny 13 was really stupid. Hold on. I have okay. to give him a goog. I don't know what it's going to come up with because I just plugged it in. Oh, no. That guy sucks. (laughs) That one, I guess. (laughs) Johnny 13 was like the young, hot Beetlejuice. Ooh, so that one? Yeah, that one. Okay. Um, Mr. Lancer pulls out a pop quiz. (laughs) You think, oh, man, I know I'm going to fail, huh? I don't know why I did that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, relax. You know you're gonna ace it. Use your PDA to search the internet for. Is PDA not public display of affection? I don't know what What it is. is Because that's can't be it. Whoever number three is, it's all about PDA. (laughs) Personal digital assistant. Okay, I was thinking like make out with all your friends in front of people (laughs) until the internet tells you the answers. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> don't even try the internet just keep making out and the <laughs> internet will eventually answer it um, don't listen and work on your makeup instead whisper jokes behind Mr. Lancer's back at your friends or who cares you're sleeping who cares I'm sleeping <laughs> <laughs> All right, only a couple more <clears throat> Okay. you finally got the courage to ask your crush out when they arrive at your house your mom shows them your teddy bear you still use you deny you ever saw that stuffed bear in your life? Snatch it up from your mom's hands and smile guiltily? Make up a reason why your mom's even there? Are totally embarrassed? Usher your mom over to, to you and ask her to get out of the house? Run to your room, lock the door behind you, and cry yourself to sleep despite the date? I think I'll just snatch the bear. <laughs> okay. You would say <laughs> you would say your personality is mostly fun, always an adventure, unique, different than others, computer geek, internet windows, etc. Popular, everyone likes you, star player, you make the points in the game, or creative can make anything superb. I think the first one. Fun, always an adventure. Yeah, sure. Love that. What would you pick? <laughs> yeah. I think you're fun. No nothing else worked. <laughs> yeah. You're right. They're all very specific to like the, the main characters. handful of yep. characters. All right. I'm sorry. There's two more. Um, it's <laughs> Monday morning. You decide to wear a casual t-shirt and jeans, a black shirt and army boots, a red hat and cargo pants, a fluffy pink top and tight pants, a school jacket and tennis shoes, or a suit and tie. Wait, what morning is it? <laughs> Monday. Oh. I don't know. Whatever the t-shirt one was. The second one? What was a, that? A black shirt and army boots or a casual t-shirt and jeans? Probably a casual t-shirt and jeans. Okay. Um, last one. Your friend has just gotten this star role of the school play. You. Tell them you're happy they got the part. Get front row seats to the production so you can cheer them on. Are happy for them, but inside you really wanted that part. Feel jealous and plan a trick to ruin their career during rehearsals. <laughs> Tell them out loud we will never be friends again ever or run to the bathroom and cry behind one of the stalls. What were the first two tell, tell them you're happy they got the part or get front row seats to the production so you can cheer them on. Get front row seats. See, you're a good friend. Thanks. Plot a trick to ruin their career. 
Um, all right. Isn't this a high school production? Are you ready? Yeah. You are. Drum roll, please. Danny Phantom. Woo! <laughs> Why settle for the boring life? Danny Phantom. Why settle for the boring life when it can be a roller coaster? You want it to be exciting, and that spunky attitude brings it to a thriller. From crazy trips to wacky activities, you have one heck of a life. Woo! 85% of your answers were him. Love him. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ember was not a choice, so. Yeah, I I realized that with the ghost question. Yeah. <laughs> too bad, too sad. But that was still fun. Yeah. <sighs> well... I haven't slept for the past couple of days, so I think it's so about maybe that you time. should go sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, good night, mom. And I'm gonna go ghost. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye, mom. <laughs>